0: The history of video game movies has been, to say the least, tumultuous. The highs and lows differing depending on the die-hard or casual video game players you ask. The movie of this month was the second of its kind, living up to the bombastically over-the-top of early 90s action films. Coming out a year before its source material's competitor's Fourier into live action, this movie might be cheesy, might have a Belgian playing an American. And have Gomez Adams play a dictator that just wants to share money with his face on it with the world. But dang it if this movie is not fun. So slip into your most comfy robe, reminisce on Tuesdays of old, and listen as we discuss Street Fighter. Another episode of you've never seen question mark exclamation point as always i'm your host ariel ortiz and today is a very special um special episode for us um this is going to be our episode that's a part of our over overarching under cast company special month of may um which is going to be 8-bit cinema it is going to be ranging from all of our series is not just mine but also the underrated podcasts as well as Derek's um gateway episode podcast there's a special episode of that where we're going to be discussing movie uh um, video game movies or in the case of Derek's show shows so for our entry into the you've never seen episode we have a um a very classic and memorable movie um that you know kind of Get has its own reputation. I I will all all say, and that we are discussing Street Fighter nineteen nineteen ninety four Street Fighter. Um, so there we have four people here, including myself. And we have the my other person who hasn't watched it alongside me, Derek McDuff.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And then the two that have be, have are introducing this to us. Um, one who I have always considered as being um, an expert in the Street Fighter uh, macabre <laughs> it is Alan Torres.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody?
0: And then as we have a very special guest of JPG.
3: Thank you for having me, Ariel.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you very much for joining.
3: Of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, let's get started. So... I guess we could start with myself and Derek, and then um, get kind of like Alan and 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 JPG's kind of like input on that. But um, so, what do you think of the your first viewing of this movie? Um, let's start with Derek, and then I'll I'll go, and then you know um, Alan and Jason uh, JPG just jump in whenever you like. <laughs>
1: yeah this is uh this is a wild movie this movie is is really weird um it's kind of i guess what i was expecting just having known the memes and like the things i've seen online and the speech that guile gives um it's it's truly like a bizarre relic of kind of movies that don't get made anymore it was you know the second ever Theatrically released live action video game movie, and that shows because, like, what a like that was the era when they were like, fucking whatever, we've got the rights to these characters, let's just put them all in a movie, and just it'll be called Street Fighter, and we'll have them vaguely do like resemble the characters, and you know do the things the characters would do, but the story could just be whatever because these games don't have story in- intricate stories yet, and we'll just have them go do whatever, and it was it was a lot of fun. I will say that, was this a good movie? No. Not even a little. Was Whoa. this a very enjoyable Whoa, movie? And, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, Alan. Hold up. Was this a... So, I'm saying, was it a bad movie? Probably. But was it also a great movie? Yes. Like, like it, it was so... I, I both was like, this is not good, but I am having a ball watching this movie. It was just so much fucking fun. Um, I think that some people knew what this movie was, who were making it, and some people didn't. I'll probably get more into that later. Uh, I think that a, a good amount of the cast knew what this movie was. but I don't think that the writer and director knew what it was. And I don't think that John Claude Van Dam knew what it was. But I think that like the guy who played guile and like obviously Raul Julia, uh Ming No Wen, they were in on the joke whereas not everybody making the movie was really in on the joke.
0: um, so for me, all I have is one word, masterpiece. This movie was so incredibly oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this movie this... was incredible. Um, just it was so fun, and um, it it just is pure. It's pure nineties. That pure like took me back to like yeah like um, um, Mario Brothers, but then also like you know teen- the good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, it's just that awesome, like, you know, like, it doesn't have to make sense completely. It just has to be fun. Or even a little bit. You have to have fun. And that's why, like, I think is the core of cinema should be is, like, you make it this, you know, you make it an event for your viewer. And this was definitely an event like the characters yeah they're one to dem- you know they're surface level but you know they're just like fun like they're fighting i like the reveal of chung like uh chung Li, like oh you haven't fought and, and like he's she was like that was by design and then she just whips like um bison's ass and stuff like that and like um I, like for me i like i kind of like i know that they're not very they're very much like toned down from their their characters in the game but just the, like, the, the fun, um, friendship of, of, um, Ken and, and Ryu, just, I freaking love them. Like, just the, these two characters of, like, they're just trying to, like, get through the day, essentially, you know, just, they're just trying to get home, and they get pulled in, you know, to this thing, like, uh, like, they remind me a, a bit of the characters from, um, um, Road to El Dorado, another underrated movie. <laughs> um and just I just love them I think I have to disagree with you Derek I think John Clyde Van Damme was in on this joke and that's why he like went full steam ahead like I I think everybody knew what they were doing um Raul I know like famously um Raul Julia like this besides this being like sadly his last movie you know he and he did this movie for his kids and like yeah he didn't like completely understand it but you know he i'm sure like you it comes off the screen like he freaking loved it and and so many like incredible moments in this movie and like I, like <laughs> I, I can't go like and remember like specifics of this movie but i remember i will always like remember this movie i think it just brought a smile to my face so so yeah, so um, yeah, Alan and and Jpg, do you have any uh, any kind of like um, thoughts of like of what maybe like what you felt the first time watching this or what this movie kind of has meant to you?
2: Uh, well, Jpg, you are our special guest, so I want to
3: give you the floor. Appreciate that, thank you. Uh, Ariel, thank can you. we curse on this show? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. I just. Want you all to understand how much this movie fucks.
0: Yeah.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh-huh.
3: I just wanna know how many how many how many babies just nine <laughs> months later from the from the original opening this film is, okay? Um <laughs> To, yeah. to give you
0: <laughs> to I, give you uh,
3: background, right? Uh-huh. I am um I'm a pop culture consultant and i'm I'm a critic. i'm an I'm a pop culture educator. Um uh, you know, a, a lot of outlets use me for serious educational uh, uh, like diversity equity inclusion takes. Street Fighter is the one film that I tell everyone just let me have this
0: <laughs> okay mm-hmm.
3: just let me have this it is a multiracial cast yeah who actually casted very well for mm-hmm. the race for like the ethnicities that they were that they were supposed to be uh, representing
0: Oh, yeah uh-huh um. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, I am from America. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. What, that was like the one thing that I was like, you guys could have just said he's not from America. Like Belgian. he just, yeah. You could say just said Yeah. Or
3: or or and please follow me here. Okay. Let me have this. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I. Love this movie with a white hot intensity. It's it's not good. In in the in the in the way that critics map how good films are, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: it's missing every mark. Yeah. But it's it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good for no reason. And having to like knowing all of the, the pitfalls behind like what it took in order to make this film like van dam because of this film right jean claude van dam did 10,000 dollars of coke on a monthly <laughs> basis uh, oh
0: yeah it, and oh.
3: Ch- yeah and cheated on his wife with kylie minogness which set off a whole bunch of uh, uh, of events that um, actually catapulted Kylie Minogue's music career, which I can't thank enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Huge sliding doors moment. So I
3: tell my girlfriend that all the
2: time. I was like, <laughs> like she loves Kylie Minogue, and like, she'll play that la la la, oh, la la cool. la la. I can't remember the song's name.
3: It's so um, good.
2: It's amazing. And I'm just like, you know what she was in? Street Fighter. And <laughs> we would not have had that
3: song unless she would have... Hooked up with Van Damme on Street Fighter.
0: <laughs> the butterfly <laughs> effect
3: is incredible on this.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, uh, it Alan, it please it take this away from me right now.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I don't know, man. After
2: after that after that review, I guess we can all go home.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I'm not going home. I'm gonna get on my boat and I'm gonna go upriver and I'm gonna kick the son of a bitch Bison's ass so hard. But the next wannabe is gonna fill it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that's my favorite fucking is, speech in cinema.
3: It is number two right after when uh uh like the, the, the speech in Independence Day.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. It just gets you fucking hyped up. Both of those speeches. But But you oh know man. which
0: one came after the other. So there's my point. Like <laughs> like that probably inspired the, the yeah. speech and Independent state.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roland Emmerich's like watching the street fighter. And he's like, "That mm, was pretty good, I guess." Uh, where's Where's Bill Paxton at? Have,
2: have you Pullman. seen that meme? Uh, <laughs> like I always do
1: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen that meme of like, um, after the screenwriter heard that dialogue, they whispered to themselves, "Fuck." Yeah. That was Roland Emmerich after the <laughs> after the Guile yep. speech.
3: Uh-huh. There it is.
2: Absolutely. So, all right. Um... What can I not say about this movie? I fucking saw this movie as a kid in the height of Street Fighter popularity, Mortal Kombat popularity, King of Fighters, everything popular. Like, fighting games, that was, like, my era. I mean, fighting games are still kind of big nowadays, but not as big as they were in the 90s. And there was just a time where I was renting, like, every video game movie that was made at the time. You know, you had Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Double Dragon, and I think that's pretty
3: much it. So I think that's all I really saw. Oh. Oh, God, Alan, if we have a Double Dragon episode, Ariel, please have me on again. Oh,
0: yeah. All right. I'll uh, make, uh, yeah, I'll uh, make it. That movie
3: is
1: fucking wild.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just watch that for
1: the first. That's, I just, they would do a new You've never seen on that one, because I just watched that for all the video game movies I've been watching. Holy shit. Like.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'd be down. I, I I haven't seen it in like 30 years, Maybe. Oh god! So I gotta, I gotta rewatch it.
0: Maybe it's been a maybe very long next time. Next year we could do a big cinema level two. And- right? Yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Then- I love it. Uh-huh.
3: I love it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, that sounds awesome. Uh, but yeah, no man, like I, I grew up watching Street Fighter the movie, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was so much fun. I mean, yeah, does it follow the 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 lore? Well, not really. Um, is it a fucking blast? Absolutely. All the Easter eggs, I mean, they gave a shit. At least, like, the director-writer, uh, I, f- I forget his name, he actually at least tried to include as much as he could from the games. Like, there's so many Easter eggs, like, you know, in the last final battle with uh, Ryu Ken Sagat and um, uh, Vega, that they, they did the little homage to the bathhouse scene and the bathhouse stage in Street Fighter II. Almost everybody gets to at least use one of their special abilities once or twice. I Dial. There's so a
1: Hadouken in this, Alan. What are you talking there
2: about? There is. No, there is a Hadouken. And it and is a Hadouken. It's yeah. a horrible Hadouken, but it's in there. It's a flash. That's all you really see. You don't see the fireball, but you do see... Uh, Ryu does do the Hadouken, and he does the Tatsumaki Senpu Kyaku. <laughs> and Ken does the, the Shoryuken against Sagat. Uh, I think oh, Vega yeah. does one of his like grabs. I think Sagat might do the Tiger Knee. Uh, Bison, obviously, does a Psycho Power. Guile does a Flash Kick. Chun-Li, Lightning Legs. I can go on. I can tell you. Every fucking Easter egg in this yeah, one. Yeah, Hondo loved- does <laughs> the,
0: the slap, the quick slap, uh,
2: Yeah, E-Honda I- I- does, like, the Thousand... That's the one thing they kind of did fuck up on. E-Honda's supposed to be Japanese. They went with Hawaiian, which I was like, okay, Uh-oh. whatever. So I'll I'll take it. With it. You
0: know
3: what? It's a bold uh-huh. choice, mm-hmm. and I loved where they went with it.
2: Uh, yeah, and I dig it. And you know what I like? I like that... Because, like, E-Honda, I, I want line lie, isn't really, like... To me personally isn't that much of an interesting Street Fighter character, but they went with like a Hawaiian thing and like I love that when he's getting whipped. It's just like, don't think about it, brother. Like just <laughs> just be, be be one with you. And I'm like, This guy's cooler than the fucking game version. He's super chill. He's down. You know, and I love the little Godzilla homage. Uh, with, like, Zangief fighting uh, E-Honda, and, like, obviously they're kind of like, well, Street Fighter's from Japan, I think the Japanese will love this, too. And they see <laughs> the little thing. Like, it's just absolutely fun, man. They just have a great fucking time with it, and then oh, man, I forgot to mention this. Did you guys see the post-credits?
0: Oh, no. Yes. What? Which,
1: I was like, wait, why is this in the post-credits, given this. the world circumstances? Oh, I was like, uh. What's
2: post uh, uh, bison. His hand just kind of pops out of the out of the debris, oh. uh, just to reveal that he's back. Kind of thing like he, there's going to be another one, which sadly I wish there was another one. But they always you know, did whatever. that. I was
1: like, I kind of called like I was like, there's going to be a post-credits where it's like, guy, because they would always do that in like the '80s and early '90s, where it's just like, you know, Skeletor's head would come yeah. up at the end of Hey Man, it'd be like, I'll be back, and it's like, no, you won't.
0: Mm-hmm. There's okay. not going to
2: be any more movies.
3: <laughs> Get this. <laughs> Let's go. Th- there was supposed to be a Street Fighter 2. It was slated for 1999, and in an unnamed role, they got Dolph Lundgren.
0: Ooh. What would Dolph Lundgren have been?
3: I have no idea, <laughs> but the world was robbed.
0: Yeah, uh- I- I mean, unfortunately, like, you can't have anybody else play Bison, though, too, because, like, unfortunately, like I said earlier, like, this was um, Raul Julia's, like, last movie, and, um, which is, you know, a shame, like, he's, he was just such an incredible actor and stuff, but, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. We got
1: another video game movie in 99, we got everyone's favorite wing commander.
2: Oh, no. of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I, I'm glad. I, I'm, was like I'm, <laughs> yeah. No, but um, did you, you technically just... could have uh, replaced Bison because hey, in the Street Fighter lore, Bison's always trying to get a new body. Like, that's his fucking mm. thing. The psycho power, which they didn't do in the movie. He, he kind of did the psycho crusher and all that. But the psycho power, it's like this power that he has, but it's too powerful. So it's going to, like, rip his body apart. So, like... Since, like, Street Fighter Alpha, he's been trying to, like, get a new body every single time. Like, he's like, I want to get Ryu's body. Fuck, I failed. And Akuma's body. Fuck, I failed. Street Fighter Four, he's going to create a new character who's uh, Seth. He's like, I'm going to use his body. Seth got killed. Never mind. Like, bi- that's Bison's thing. So, I can totally see them in Street Fighter Two. Fuck it. They're like, Dolph Lundgren is new Bison? Well, mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm pretty sure maybe that's what they're going to go for.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, um let's move on we kind of touched on it on it but what ha what were our standout moments of this movie um for me it's just so many like incredible lines like i was texting you mm-hmm. alan uh, uh, like while i was watching it of like all these lines and one like sand Gif of <laughs> in in the like in the circus kind of area um like the entertainment right. area where um you're taking the, my moments yeah the the <laughs> um truck is you know filled with all the all these like bombs and stuff or like rolling towards the tent he's and he's like change the channel change the channel because like that would save them in a way i, mean, and, ch- and- ch- I was
1: dying at that part. Yeah. that was i had fuck i was in fucking stitches like
3: i love zangief that was mm-hmm. a, mm, oh my god and he's the dude that's Leatherface now yeah. that's incredible. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. There, there's so many, like, that's the awesome thing about this movie, too, is that there's so many incredible, like, actors that would go on to be, like, legends themselves. Like, you know, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme for multiple reasons, but then also you have Ming-Na Wen as, as Chun-Li, and, like, she's still recognized for that, and then that, like, she's essentially, like, the awesome, like, fighter in, like, everything that she's in, and it's, like, i mean you know talk about like a i think mingan wen as like a a, act actress is gonna go down as like being in so like the most possibly like the most franchises um pop culture franchises ever i mean like should be in like marvel disney um star wars like street fighter and like just like being one of the standouts of like pop culture history and then um and then, yeah, so, and then our boy Ryu, at least for myself, is, like, I, I love him as an actor. He's, um, um, Yao Fei in, in Arrow, which is, like, my favorite show of all time. And, um, and then, yeah, and then, um, OG Kovacs in, in Ultra Carbon, which, um, unfortunately, you know, got canceled way too early. Um, but yeah, there's, like, so many different people, and they, like, these Actors, like, just knocked it out of the park with, like, their characters. And I just love them. So, anybody else have some stand-up moments?
1: Well, I think definitely, you know, I was going to say the thing about quick change of channel, but there are so many good lines in this. You know, most of them delivered by Bison, of course. Like, you know, ones that have been memed to death, like you had, like... For you, it was the worst day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Like that's, and he just delivers them with such gravitas, but it's just so ridiculous that you, how can you not love it? Or when he's he's just like, uh, on the contrary, I weep. Okay, like that, it's just so it's it's so dumb, but so great at the same time. And I think that a lot of these actors are having such a fun time with it, and just like you know, fucking that you and not taking it like seriously, and just being like, this is there's There's a lot of love put into this movie, and a lot of just like, you know, we're just gonna fucking do this shit. we're 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 like we know we're not going to win any Oscars for this movie, but, hey, like maybe, maybe we'll have a really fun time making it. And I think that's the reason that it stuck with people,
0: yeah. Um, just one quick moment speaking when you brought up M Bison. The part that just got me floored at, with laughter was when M. Bison, like, his his jacket re-resuscitates him and <laughs> i like you know initiates C- cpr and adrenaline and i was just like clapping and laughing and like let's go let's go rematch and stuff like that um yeah just such incredible moments um
1: or or when they he's like i'm the levitate me yeah. uh-huh. oh my uh-huh. god <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, you know what, That need the psycho power, but fuck it,
3: man. Go off, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was like, I don't know about, enough about science to dispute that, so okay.
3: Yeah. No one... Uh, th- this whole film just proves me that Raul Julia could never turn it off. Yeah. He yeah. was just always going to be that good at acting. Mm-hmm. Like, we will never know where the character ends and he begins. Right? Mm-hmm. L- you, you can't... Y- you can tell me all day, oh yeah, like... It, Roel Julian did this film because it was his like he knew he was sick and his family was on, uh, on on set and uh, like almost every day with him but he never phoned it in and I and I respect that from any human being
0: oh yeah
2: I absolutely agree I fucking love that dude like yeah I I honestly like growing up you know me and my cousins and, and my friends would watch Street Fighter and like we didn't even know that he was going to, he died. Like we were just like this raw Julia guy. He's so fucking good. You know, he was an Adams family. He's great. And then someone dropped the bomb that he like died. And we're like, dude, he's like fucking awesome. Like he's one of the, he's so great. And like, I still, to this day, like yell to the heavens where like Capcom just loves to fucking dish out skins over skins, over skins, just wanting more money from the fans. And I'm like, just give me a fucking raw Julia skin. And I'll be happy, dude. That's all I want. I just want a Raul Julia skin for Bison. Because that dude just deserves all the honors and all the awards and all the love. Because he just... He fucking killed it. He just absolutely killed it as Bison. Mm -hmm. Like, even Street Fighter fans who hate the movie, at the end of the day, always go, Raul Julia will always be the best part of that film. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, Raul Julia is... It's... I, I i i don't know like he they made an incredible like documentary about him like a couple years ago but um he just like is i consider you know being hispanic and stuff like that and like i always like looked up to him so much and um you know like just how incredible of an actor he is i can't remember the name of it but there was this other movie like he plays a priest and it's just... Is it like, Romero? Yes. There you go. Yeah, Thank it's, you. Yeah. It's so... He's so fucking incredible in it. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, always, like, this, you know, the like best ones are just gone too soon. But, like, he definitely, like, represents, like, a big part of, like, you know, Hispanic actors, like, just breaking through. Like, I mean, like, his Gomez is just iconic and just incredible and, it, and it's just like that's who royal julie was like he just was an incredible actor and like definitely if he was you know if he lived on would have won like some kind of reward uh, award you know and because he was just such incredible
3: i think his balance <laughs> right you know like I, I i very much appreciate how he understood characters uh just because you know when when the writers and directors and, and everything else on the street fighter film when they told him to do something right like he had he had an academic understanding mm-hmm. of what to do in mm-hmm. these scenarios right if you tell him play campy he still played it in a way that was impactful and believable and i mean <laughs> i think the whole note of this whole production was just be campy yeah. at this point right yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, um, uh, going back to your point about uh, about having Hispanic uh, uh, representation in here as well, too, right? Mm-hmm. You have Damien Chapa who plays Ken, right? What mm-hmm. uh, out, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, Robert, Mom- I think it's Mamone, who plays Blanca. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, who else you have? Oh, you have Wes Studi as Sagat. Uh who plays, and then the dude who plays... Uh, Vega, is it Jay Tavare that plays Vega as well? Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, like if I was ever going to switch teams, it would be for <laughs> Vega in that film.
0: The pretty boy. Oh my goodness, like, yeah. I
3: understand I understand that I am I'm a heterosexual person. Yeah. That made that made me question it a little bit. <laughs>
0: Him, like, I mean, like, he comes off like right away. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this pretty boy!" Like you know, like just coming out, so like, good. All the women like fawning off to, over him, and like, and like, oh, he doesn't wear the mask to be cool. He wears the mask because he has to protect his face.
2: He has to know? protect his gorgeous face, and I fucking love that. That's that's pretty much out of the games. Like he does the same thing. You can smack him, and the and the mask will come off, and then the claw will come off. And yeah, you can go back and pick it up just to protect your face. You don't really need the mask, you can keep fighting, but I love that they still keep that. And yes, JPJ, I absolutely agree. Vega is fucking hot.
3: <laughs> it's it's like it makes he's so hot it made me uncomfortable in the film, right?
2: Like... The, the only person hotter was probably Raul Julia. That was it. Oh god, like,
3: yeah. God,
2: Ral Julia is just like because I'm a I'm a bison main. So of course for me, I'm like, God. Bison, man. You're fucking hot, dude. Look at that psycho <laughs> power all over you. Let's go. <laughs> uh, well, I
1: like J- like, Clayton Oaks of this movie, and you guys are all just like, have you seen all the hot dudes? Have yeah.
3: you seen them? Let, let me have this, Derek. Let me have this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your mantra throughout this whole thing. Joe, um, so JPG, do you have any... Uh, sta- what's your utmost... I know it's hard to choose. What's your utmost standout moment? Oh, God.
3: Um, I think... You know, one of the things that that uh, I was always craving to see, right, is Asian representation on screen. And, you know, I was able to do that because, you know, when I was a kid, the video store that I went to, it had a bunch of martial arts films. That's what I very much leaned towards when I was a kid, right? And, and so when we make that shift into American cinema, and then now it's martial arts based, and then now I'm getting to see people uh, on screen, right... When, I'm so, oh God, this is gonna be such a dumb answer. When no dumb answers. When when Rio gets his shirt ripped off. Yep. And then he's seen,
0: hot
3: Rio. <laughs> and when he is seen a skin. As, that yeah, is, it a skin. is hot Rio is a <laughs> skin. Okay, when, when he is seen as something more than a fighter because you get that very quick scene where uh you you have that young woman who tosses the sign away and starts ch- cheering for you and i get it right we're playing it for the laughs but to get to see an asian person be like sexy and desirable right mm-hmm. in this ridiculous film in uh, it, it was it was v- Validating, I guess, and also very confusing because I really hadn't seen that before in media, especially American media. Mm-hmm. So that always sticks out to me.
0: Yeah, but no, Byron Mann is still handsome to this day. Go.
3: He is so it. handsome. Go- it's so. It's not fair.
0: Please, I know that. I, it, even though they won't, might not, never make another season. Just please go and watch Alter Carbon*. I think he he's like because of all, the state of altered carbon. I think he's like completely naked in one part and fighting, and it's like oh, uh, hot. <laughs>
3: it's it's very good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but no, he's really awesome. It, like go and watch that, and then watch you know Arrow as I, I of course I would always suggest. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, going on um, for me and Derek, this is a, a, a um, question and answer of. Uh, you know, what was your, what's our overall opinion of, of this movie, like, and did it live up to the hype, and then maybe, um, after, you know, after we kind of respond, maybe, um, Alan and and JPG, you could kind of go on and, like, say, like, like, why this hype was created as well, you know, so, so, Derek, why do you think, what's your overall opinion after your first viewing, you know, did it live up to the hype? You know, I did...
1: Yeah, I, I did like this movie, uh, to answer the first part of the question, you know, like I was kind of alluding to, this was this was a lot of fun. Um, I think that there's only one real problem that I had with it, and that is the Jean-Claude Van Damme of it all, because I do not think he is a great actor, and I think he, like, it was just like, okay, we need somebody who can do, this is a movie about kicking people, who's really good at kicking people? Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I think that was the whole entire thought process of casting him. And he does have some ridiculous slides and stuff like that, but I feel like he's trying to be really cool in it, and it's just not working. And he's also just really high on cocaine the entire time. Um, But everyone around him, I was so in on. And I, I wonder if this movie had gotten made today, like JPG you were alluding to, like, you know, all the great representation in this movie, you do still, like, it does feel like, okay, well, we do still have, like, have a white dude at the center of this, and he is, like a lot of white dudes that are the center of movies, the least interesting part and I was like, I really, really would have loved this movie so much more if it had been, A, either a Ken Ryu or Ryu, like, buddy movie. Like, if Fucking that had been Ryan. the singular plot line. <laughs> or if it had been um, a Chun-Li movie. Like, if, I mean, I know they made a Chun-Li Street Fighter movie years later, and it wasn't great. We'll get into that. But if they had, like, had Ming-Na win be the leader of this or it had been like a proto but uh proto like if this had been street fighter but like rush hour where you have like this like interracial duo just like ah we're best friends but we're kind of fighting and like oh we got to topple this thing and how'd we get caught up on that if that was the main story i think this would be like an all fucking timer for me not that i'm saying like it still doesn't work because it clearly does but i just wish that it hadn't been if this had not come out in the early 90s we wouldn't need to have like generic white dude in the main part you know what i mean
2: yeah, and, and kind of. I want to jump off on that real fast, Derek. Uh, jump off of you and GPG. Where like, I I completely understand about like representation because, I mean, for me, yeah, of course, it's 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 cool to see Hispanic representation and, and Mexican representation. And but for me personally, like, I'm one of those people who who like wants the characters to be um, represented the way they are, and and I want that cultural diversity and. One of the things is like, I, I love this movie to death. I always love it to death, but in my heart of hearts, I'm like, dude, I would have loved to to see Ryu be the main character because it's Ryu. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Ryu's the main character. I love that they say Ryu. I know it's wrong, but even growing up as a kid, I, saw, I said Ryu. But for me, even as a kid, like just seeing, even like for me, even if it wasn't a Mexican character or an actor playing the lead, just seeing someone be the accurate like representation of that character and they're the main star was enough for me. So if I grew up watching Street Fighter and, and it was about Ryu and it was about Ken and it was like about, you know, the story of Ryu kind of um, dealing with the power of the Dark Hadou, and the, and then kind of doing that balance him going evil and good and, and Bison wanted to take his body so he can kind of become this new powerful villain, essentially, I would have loved that. And I completely understand why they had to go with using John claude Van Damme, because he was hot at the time. And like you said, he can kick, and he did some great flash kicks, which I was like, that is pretty accurate. It's fucking annoying in the games, but that is accurate. And I think that was just the easiest way for them, was that they're like, we're going to use Guile. I mean, even Chun-Li is kind of represented incorrectly in this. She's supposed to be um, a member of Interpol. She's like a secret agent. And Balrog is... Part of Bison's crew, which is fucking weird. I don't know why he's a cameraman. He's a he's he's one of the four kings. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But I digress. Like, it would have been much cooler like to see a plot similar to this movie, but they have Guile and Chun Li as supporting characters, and have Chun Li as her 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 uh, her role as an agent at Interpol, mm. kind of helping out Ryu and Ken dealing with all this shit with, like, Bison. Like, they could have kept the Bisonopolis kind of um, storyline mm-hmm. and just somehow intertwined, like, Ryu and Ken into it. That That's my only gripe with it because as a kid, I would have loved to see just, like, a, a, an Asian actor being the main character. Because for me, that just, it, it just, it brings it to life for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, it's cool when it's, you know, my representation, but I love seeing others' representation even more, especially when it's accurate to the character. And if they're the star, for me, dude, that's, like, a huge fucking deal. Like, for me, I just love it. And, and yeah, like, at the end of the day, we, we got this, you know, alternate masterpiece, but I still always kind of in my heart of hearts go, damn, I would have loved to see Ryu kind of balancing in between his good side and the dark hadoh, the the bad side, where he becomes evil Ryu. And even seeing that on screen would have been amazing. And I know many fans would have loved it. And even having a quick cameo of Akuma, who's like another big fucking character, Akuma slash Goki, whatever you want to call him. Don't, don't even get me started on Bison Vega Balrog name change. But yeah, that would have been absolutely incre- incredible to see. That would have been my highlight, seeing Ryu as a star character, as he should be, but mm-hmm. that's just me. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I went on this tangent. I just... No no. No, I heard, no, no, no. When I heard JPG, I was like,
3: bro, I feel you on that. I feel I am, you 100,000%. like... You can't see it, but I'm giving you a standing ovation at this yeah. point.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, Thank definitely, you. like... I mean, for me, they did put, like... I think based only on, like, amount of screen time, like, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character, you know, Guile is kind of, like, considered the the um main main you know protagonist but for me like it was it could have been like a lot more yeah of a the ensembleness that it was kind of playing at like for me I feel like there was like these three different stories you know you have the guile story, with his tussle with bison and stuff like that, and then you have the Ryu Ken kind of like story, and then you have the Chun Li story, and yeah, they could have totally easily like twisted like, oh, she works for Interpol, but she's like, you know, undercover as as this, which she was. They're not, they're not a true like. Oh no, she does say that she is a journalist, but yeah, like she would be undercover as a journalist, and like, and yeah, like trying to. So I definitely see like, of course, like it, it probably would have made a lot more sense to, to go, to go in those directions, but, yeah, for me, it was just, um, uh, it was, it's, I, I, very much love this movie, and, like, it, it's, you know, of course, it's not, like, the top tier cinema, whichever that is, like, for me, I think cinema is cinema, whether it, like I said before, like, whether it brings a smile to your face, and you enjoy it, don't be, um, Ashamed for liking what you like, you know. Never, never like let anybody, you know, put you know ick in your peanut butter or whatever that is. You know, um, don't ick your yum. That's what it is. Um, just love oh, what you like. Saying
1: that though, the peanut butter thing, I like that.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, that's don't get your chocolate and peanut butter. Pe- don't get peanut it's butter That's a good, in thing, though. That's well, a good that, thing. I love Reese's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, that's,
3: no. that's the worst take of this whole freaking show. No. <laughs>
0: like, Reese's? What? You don't like Reese's?
3: No, 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 no. That, <laughs> that chocolate and peanut butter are a problem. <laughs> I love Reese's. Oh,
0: oh yeah. No. You have to be scared. Yeah, it was, that's <laughs> what
3: the... Ariel had a problem with it. <laughs>
0: oh, no, no, no. That's the commercial from the 80s. Oh, uh, those...
3: gotcha. Okay. <laughs>
0: you got chocolate in my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. And then that's the Reese's cup. Um,. Commercial from the 80s, okay? Whoa. <laughs> so like... well, I mean, they still
1: do those commercials. But anyway. Okay. That makes me feel better. Thank yeah, you so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was trying to get deep in of course. Um, but yeah. Um, Sorry. It's okay. I'm just
1: chop the deep into peanut butter.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just like love, like this movie is the representation of like just love what you love. Like if it brings a smile to your face, like man, like it, it's, it. you know, it's a movie you know, and, and it's a movie that could be enjoyed, and it's, and it's definitely enjoyable, in my opinion, definitely lives up to the hype, um, for me, because it just, like, is this bombastic story and movie, and, like, is, a like, it, it just, like, has all this, like, crazy, you know, characters, and it's just entertainment, in it's pure, like, for me, in the pure form, you know, Something entertainment that we kind of, like, get jumbled in, you know, or, you know, gets jumbled up with all, like, the, like, high-class, you know, cinematography, stuff like that. This is just, like, you feel it on the screen that that this movie, like, made the people who did it kind of happy, and then it makes you happy, and, like, yeah. So, it's, for me, a feel-good movie.
2: Hell, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that, man. That's awesome. And, oh, one little thing I want to say. Uh, I know you guys are seeing your highlights, and I I know my highlights are all, like, the big fighting game moves and and all that stuff. Uh, You guys do know me. He's a big true crime guy. And for you guys listening, if you want to see it, I actually have it on my Instagram. So go at Batsy430 if you want to see what I'm talking about. Um, In the background, when Bison is talking to Chun-Li, when he changes into his, like, uh, you know, Sexy uh, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, his Sexy Times oh, Hugh Hefner jacket. When
1: I saw this, Alan, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The John Wayne Gacy painting of Bison mm-hmm. in the background is probably my favorite Easter egg I've ever seen. Because it I didn't notice it until like two years ago. I was doing a drinking game of, of this movie, which I will say is fucking hard. You will get drunk by half an hour. It is one of the hardest drinking games. It's so much fun. It is amazing. You will be shmammered. I don't even remember the ending of the movie of that time when I did it. Um, I think my girlfriend's like, yeah, you pass the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I noticed it and I lost my shit. I was like, oh my God, that's a fucking John Wayne Gacy portrait of fucking bison. I was like, you're never going to get that anywhere else. So that's I, just to kind of like put that on top of it, of the highlights. That's probably my favorite background highlight Easter egg of this movie.
1: As soon as I saw that, I was like, "This explains why Alan loves this fucking movie." He's this is this okay. It makes sense now.
2: I mean, other than Street Fighter, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yeah. Like maybe overall, like why have people latched onto this movie so much? Um. You know why is it a movie that that um Jpg and and Alan you were shocked that that you know like we me and Derek or anybody has hasn't you know seen this um so yeah why do you think
3: this movie by all rights like by all rights should have never existed right the the amount of troubles that the writer uh I think it's it's Stephen DeSauza that that did this and he was the writer and the director for this the uh the budget cutting that they had to do, um Capcom's interference and in just about absolutely everything. Uh, Van, Damm tr- <laughs> Van Damme Van trying to just uh, just sabotage this whole undertaking um on top of turning down Mortal uh Mortal Kombat to use his likeness for the game because, fun fact, Johnny Cage is based off of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. And um, and Mortal Kombat was supposed to be uh, focused on Jean-Claude Van Damme as a person, and they were going to build the whole game around him. And by him dropping out of that, by him not letting them use his likeness, that, uh, once again, it catapulted an Asian character into the limelight because of it, right? Mm. Now, for this film, you know, because he's in it, and he's top billed over Raul Julia, which is just a travesty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it 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 was there was a lot of self sabotage. I do believe that he's talked about this in documentaries and everything as well. But despite all of the issues, people still worked as hard as they could in order for this film to exist. And it's I mean it's not going it it didn't win any awards, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still a feat of perseverance that this film exists.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't win awards, but it won hearts, which is the most <laughs> important thing.
3: Which <laughs> I want
2: to kind of jump into that real fast. It did not win hearts, unfortunately, in the community. <laughs> uh, this movie... At yeah, first, the, the movie was commercially successful. I think it was a budget of $35 million, and it made ninety nine. Point five million at the box office so it was it was a success commercially critically no but i'm not going to listen to what the critics say i'm going to listen to the the players say the the video game uh, gamers and stuff and growing up i won't lie it was kind of hard to say yes i love the street fighter movie because so many people you know like i I had said earlier i would have loved excuse me to have Ryu be the main character, and that was a lot of people's issues, where they're like, why is Ryu not the main character? Why is Guile the main character? Why is Guile Belgium? Why is... uh Or from Belgium, uh, you know, why... He's called American, ever- Alan. He, he's oh, I'm sorry. American. He's, he's the, a tattoo, so you can That's right, him. absolutely. The, 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 my bad. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 um I should have known. Uh Yeah, like, why is... You know, why is he Honda Hawaiian? Why is... Why is DJ fucking working for Bison? Like, there's all these questions of like, why is this happening? Why is Charlie Blanca, which you know, even I kind of question sometimes. I'm like, that's a very interesting choice. It makes sense because they really did what I really appreciate They really delved into like, uh, Guile and Charlie's kind of relationship. They were very much like hella bros. It's kind guy of thing, love. But, Don't
0: come.
2: Yeah, total. Love. Yeah, totally guy love. That's yeah,
0: some um, other uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Holding up your heart into the sky.
2: <laughs> oh so, yeah, and like you know, I I, I was kind of like, all right, you transform Charlie or Nash, whatever you want to call him. I call him Charlie because I played Chief of Alpha. And um, yeah, I'm like, okay, Blanca, interesting. And then they used Dalsum as a scientist, which I was like, okay,
3: cool. Alan, did you read about Captain Sawada?
2: Yeah, I, he's not a character. He was like an original character from the movie, right? Okay. Before the movie?
3: I got, I got some, I got some news for you on this one. This I'm is not, super yes. interesting. Okay.
2: Please tell me, yes.
3: Captain Sawada is played by Kenya Sawada. And Kenya Sawada, oh, I know. gigantic actor at the time in Japan. And a lot of these, a lot of these international actors that they were using, we, you know, of course they're hoping that this is going to be a springboard in order to get to be in front of a Western audience. Kenya Sawada was supposed to play Ryu, but knew no English whatsoever. So when you do see Captain Sawada and he speaks English, that was like dubbed slash ADR'd in at a different time. And that's why they always cut so quickly whenever he starts speaking.
0: Yeah, I could tell.
3: That's so true. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. So... Um, they do give him a speaking part in in full Japanese, and that's when they make the Godzilla reference, which I mean, awful, but whatever. You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> keep moving on with it, right? Like it's it's slightly racist, but I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so Kenya Sawada was just miffed like the whole time. Because he was supposed to be Ryu and a bigger part and all that stuff. So then when they made Street Fighter the game the movie, or Street Fighter the movie the game. The game, yeah. He's part of it. He's part of that game. And then he also makes one appearance in a in a further Street Fighter, and I think it's like through like Guiles story arc or something like that too. But it was just so interesting, like this dude was supposed to be Ryu. This dude was supposed to have his whole career catapulted because of this. And then they felt so awful about him not being able to say the lines that they just created a character for him.
0: Hmm, that's nice.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not unheard of of,
2: like, making an original character. I mean, look at the the most recent Mortal Kombat. They made, um... Oh.
0: <laughs> ar- Armor Guy. I yeah, forgot his name. Armor
2: Guy. Armor Guy. Um, but yeah, damn, that's so unfortunate. Because, like, yeah, he would have been a great Ryu. Like, every time I see him, I kind of always thought, I'm like... He would have been a pretty good Ryu. I mean, I didn't know anything about him. I just knew that he was in Street Fighter, the movie, the game. And uh, for you Akuma lovers out there who were kind of like, man, it sucks that I didn't get to see Akuma in the movie, he does appear in Street Fighter, the movie, the game. And a little another uh, tidbit, I know everyone's like, fuck, man, well, if the movie sucks so bad and they made a fucking video game version of you know Street Fighter, the movie... Uh, surprisingly enough, they Capcom did put a little bit of love into the game, and they tried using the Mortal Kombat style of like using you know real life images of the actors and everything. And I think all the original actors uh, came back to do their like mocap mm-hmm. essentially for it. Some mechanics in Street Fighter the movie, the game, actually were revolutionary, and they kind of like didn't say it, but they put it in future Street Fighter f- games and other fighting games as well or they were like holy shit this mechanic is really fucking good. We're actually going to put it in other games and I think it might have been in like Street Fighter Alpha, Darkstalkers, etc. I need to like fact check myself on that, but I re- distinctly remember that those mechanics actually helped out a lot. Just how um, when they were making Street Fighter 2, um the canceling mechanic which is now universally renowned in fighting games was an accident. They were like, "Oh shit, why is these why are these moves going into each other?" which are like combos, and they're like, oh shit, this is actually good. We're going to use that. Street Fighter the movie, the game had another happy little mistake where they're like, oh shit, this is really good. Let's put it in other future games. So a lot of stuff that you get from that, that game, you get into other fighting games. So at the same time, you know, just like Street Fighter the movie helped Kylie Minogue's career, Street Fighter the movie, the game helped revolutionize future Street Fighter games and fighting games in general. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I went on a tangent. I, I fucking love fighting games. I get really
1: into <laughs> it. <is laughs> sliding doors yeah. no, no. associated with this movie. No,
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no. I definitely like um enjoy. That's one of the points of, of you know this show is like we go off in these tangents and like you know we have like either deep conversations or like right now a history lesson. You know, and I enjoy it and love it.
2: You can go for fucking days on Street Fighter, so I need <laughs> yeah. a, I need to hold myself back.
0: No, 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 no. We'll set up your TED talk <laughs> later. Street Fighter has it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, okay, so for, so going back a little, on tangent, um, yeah, for me, um, I think, yeah, people latched on to this movie so much. Like, maybe, you know, Alan and stuff. He's just that love for, you know, fighting games, and, and that this, like, you know, kind of is pure in that. It's, like, the, all about the fight, and it's, like, all these, you know, bombastic fights, and, like, and just fun. And, um... And yeah, I think like you're you guys are probably just shocked because like that we have never seen is because like but because it's so much part of your childhood. And I it Mm -hmm. definitely feels like a movie for that stems from, you know, your your childhood and you hold on to like even me watching it for the first time today. I was it just brought back so many like, you know, childhood memories and made me feel like I was a kid again. In the way that this, you know, this movie played out. And it's, like, you know, it's it's really great to, like, go and feel that again. And that's why, like, you know, like, nostalgia is so pure. Because it just, like, it brings us to a place of, like, of happiness. And I think, at least for me, that's how I kind of, like, would understand why people latch on this movie. You know, the ones that ha- have, have. I know that you know, it has a hard community, both sides. But, you know, there is that middle ground where, you know, Alan and, and you, JPG, like, fit into. And I, I totally understand why. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I really agree with that because... And I do think, you know, it a lot... All the kids who grew up with this movie are now in their 30s and stuff. We're all adults. And it's the I'll same remind reason. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same reason... Like you know, you, the nostalgia is strong, and you know, like I think I might have mentioned on one of our podcasts before. One time I asked my former roommate, uh, shout out to my buddy Martin, I was like, "Hey, what's your favorite Steel- Steven Spielberg movie?" And he gave me an absolutely ridiculous answer, which was Hook. But like, oh. it's no,
0: fine. yeah, I'm I would, oh, Hook, Hook is, not, might be, my favorite, Hook, no, it, Hook might be my favorite too. But no, Spielberg, Hook might be my favorite. Hook might be my favorite. He's not not even in my top
1: 20. This guy made Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, all the Indiana Jones, Saving Private Ryan. I could go fucking on and on and on. Like, that's my point is like, the power of nostalgia is so strong. It's like these things that we saw from our childhood that are good, kind of fun, cheesy childhood movies. And that's what Hook is. And that's what Street Fighter is. Have such a hold on you. And I think that's one part. And I think the other really big part is, you also mentioned, like this is a real early video game movie and this is the second like i mentioned earlier the second like uh, live action theatrically released video game movie which the first you know is obviously super mario brothers which nintendo has kind of buried like you can't even get that movie on dvd anymore so oh um,
3: god i have you... the perfect person for you guys to talk to about that film <laughs> by the way i have a, i have a couple friends who literally did a super mario brothers podcast and they did it minute by minute oh that's awesome oh,
1: but you know, so that so that nostalgia got buried. But you know, it's still there from our childhoods, and I think Alan, you know, I won't spoil what your pick is, but you have you, both of your picks for video game movies are these kind of early movies that we have built this nostalgia up around. So you know, it's like okay, this was a part of my childhood. I'm about the same age as Derek, so you know, this should be a part of his childhood too. You know, and that's that's why I think it kind of. You know, especially in our age bracket, like if you talk to somebody, you know, ten years older than us, they might be like, "That movie, I remember I saw it when it came out. I didn't like it that much because they were older." Or you talk to somebody younger, they're not gonna have any nostalgia. They're gonna be like, "What this? What is this movie?" But for us right here, it, it's gonna be that that that's perfect nostalgia. Is Hooker really your favorite Spielberg movie? Sorry.
3: Oh God, oh. you're so heated. Oh yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is because I can't <laughs> quote. I don't quote Jurassic Park. I quote. Oh, I,
1: quote, I can quote the entire movie. I can watch Jurassic Park and just, you know. Watch. Yeah,
0: but I I don't care for Jurassic Park as much as I care for Hook.
2: Damn, that uh, shit is and, wild. That yeah. that is a very hot take. Thing. That is a very hot take. Yeah.
3: Oh God. Okay, so I'm on Steven Spielberg's IMDb right now. Apparently, they're putting out a Real Steel two, and I'm unnaturally excited for this now.
0: You mean like like the um Hugh the Jackman. Hugh Jackman?
3: I'm hoping.
0: I don't think Did he do. There's real
3: another. I don't think there's another real steel.
0: Oh, he. Okay, yeah, he's a producer. just just let me
3: just let me have this.
0: Oh no, I love real steel. Like I like I like <laughs> real steel.
3: It's such a heartfelt movie oh, for yeah. no reason. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'll, also,
3: I do have to admit though, even if we're you know if we're looking at Street Fighter as, as like as a product, right? Because um, Stephen D. E. DeSazza both wrote it and directed it. This is not my favorite DeSaza film. Because my favorite has to be Die Hard.
0: Yeah.
1: He did Die Hard? There yeah, sure it was, is! That was, um, no, no, that was... Fuck, what's his name? That was... Um,
3: Die Hard. He that. did Die what's Hard, hard screenplay, editor?
0: dude. Oh, yeah, the screenplay.
3: Yeah, he did Die oh, Hard okay. screenplay, dude.
0: I did not know that.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, he wrote Commando, mm-hmm. the, Running Man, uh, the Running Man, Die, Die Hard, well, The I'm Flintstones. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, sorry,
0: wait, sorry, wait. Sorry, sorry.
2: wait, wait who's the writer? Steven Salza. Oh, my God, dude. I thought you were saying that were Spielberg, Spielberg wrote Spielberg. Die Hard. No, and no. Oh, and oh, okay, went up okay. to IMDb. I was like... What the fuck is this? No, 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 oh, well, no way. Disaza. I'm talking about or is
1: he the guy who did this? Because I know somebody did a, a Street Fighter that got like thrown out, and then like I think McTiernan. So he McTiernan was director, like heavily rewrote it.
3: I mean, I'm on it right now. It says uh, screenplay so, by, yeah. and then there's Jeb Stewart, and then it was based on the novel by Roderick Thorpe. The director is McTiernan. So, he
0: sorry, did the sorry, original sorry.
1: screenplay and it got heavily rewritten. Oh.
0: Uh, sorry. Sorry. One more time. <laughs> One more limo. thing. I, I want to backtrack a little. Um, I think Hook and The Last Crusade are my ties for, for Spielberg. I was
1: about to say, it's no way it's better than Last Crusade. That movie is perfect. They're tied. All right. That's, that's a wild take, but I'll... But, I'll
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care so much for... Ju- I no, never if- really cared so much for Jurassic Park, unfortunately.
3: Like, if Ariel would have said Temple of Doom,
0: uh, then... no, I'm not gonna say Temple of Doom. <laughs> even That's though, a like, wild take. Was, even though you know, I'm so glad that that um, shortstop, you know, is back with, with short with, round. Short round, sorry. Short you stop. know what? Close enough. I'll take it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, um, you know. Sorry to get into a heated conversation, but I didn't mean to. That was,
3: yeah, Not dear, right I can feel the heat from here, Derek.
0: I know. <laughs> like, it's really I easy to, <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I would have
2: been, I, I, no, I think, you know what? I'm okay with that, because I know a lot of people growing up loved Hook, and and like, I don't, you know what? I think you, because Jurassic Park is my favorite Spielberg movie, so you're going like, I don't care about it. I'm like, well, what? But no, no, I care about it, but it's like
0: my, it's like, you know, it's down the list. In, in other, oh, other no. Spielberg movies.
2: No, I get you. I get you. I think it's just, I have to tell myself, hey, chill. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. She, she likes what
2: she likes. No, 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 no. No, I'm telling myself. I'm like, well, hey, man. She can like cook. Everyone likes Hook. No problem. Last Crusade, cool. I, I think it's one of those, like, I just have Jurassic Park so high up there. But I would have laughed. I think the hotter take would have been if you're like, my favorite Spielberg movie is his, like, his little, his story he did in, like, the Twilight Zone, the movie.
0: <laughs> no. Where I'm like nobody
2: likes that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares about oh, that. We're going for the D. favorite
1: is Bridge of Spies. Oh, what the f-
2: joke? Nah, bro. I fucking
1: no Tom Hanks doesn't even like Bridge of Spies more than his it. other Spielberg movies.
0: Mm. But yeah. Bro, so, kick the can. Yeah. No, I I like Hook and and uh, The Last Crusade. <laughs> so yeah, Hook is
1: fine. Hook is, Hook is fine
2: now hook is the shit hook is good hook is
1: incredible. incredible prince zuko man yeah
0: rufio,
3: yeah please. hook is incredible put
0: put, put yeah on his name and uh hey, he, I said he, he's Love both him.
1: all right mingna wen can be mulan and chun li all right he, he can be rufio and zuko
0: i know but yeah he's rufio first uh but zuko is amazing he uh I, Zuko I could go is on my
1: there. fucking boy. Like, I was 14 when th- that show started, so I, I deeply relate to... I was, a, I was like, a pissed-off little 14-year-old, so I can relate deeply to Zuko.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we could go on and on about, like, you know, like... <sighs> it's just Pacific Islander, Asian, like, awesome... Characters here, <laughs> but yeah. I mean,
3: it is great. I'm really glad that you you guys are having this in the month of May as well too. Uh, especially because we talked about representation, and May is actually um, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Oh, awesome! Uh, so this is you, you guys are lining this up beautifully.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah. All planned. All planned.
2: <laughs> all
1: planned.
2: All part. All a part of the plan.
0: Oh, <laughs> it right. well. Um, if it, anybody doesn't have any uh, um, closing thoughts uh, or any other thoughts um, I'd like to close this out um, so as always thank you for listening um, and I hope you enjoyed you know, this, this episode um, like I said er, in the beginning of the show where this is part of a month long of May um, series across all of our, our undercast company shows um, of 8-Bit Cinema and please feel free to to listen in on those other podcasts and um, hear us discuss a lot more um, movie, uh, video game movies over over this uh, month. And and yeah, all you have to do is go to any of our social media, click that that link link, and you'll find all of our podcasts there. Um, so with that, I would like to thank my guests Alan Torres, Derek McDuff, and JPG. Um, yeah, and, and JPG,
1: it. real fast, where can people find you?
3: Oh, yeah, so on social media, uh, you can find me at SpeakerJPG. I am a pop culture consultant and educator, and I actually run the uh, consultant group InterMyth. So uh, if you're ever looking in order to maybe set up a podcast or Twitch stream or anything like that, I run a bunch of consulting services. Uh, email me, jpg at intermyth.org.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, as always, and thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being amazing.
1: Have a good one, everybody.
2: Thank you! My favorite Steven Spielberg movie is actually when he shadow-directed The Poltergeist. Take it easy, everybody. (laughs)